Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show, it is episode number 99. Just like... When Manchester United won the Champions League in 99. Just like... The, the treble. The ice cream. Oh. The 99, because it's way cooler than oh. Man United winning a treble. Nah. With Teddy Sheringham. Is it? All of, all of that stuff. Solskjaer. Paul Scholes getting a goal in the FA Cup final. Where are they now? Manchester United or Paul Scholes? Both. I don't know. Paul Scholes is doing punditry stuff and Manchester United are on the way back, baby. Yeah. Carabao Cup. Whatever. Say hello. Uh, my name is Ken McGuire, uh, joined in studio by who for the final time before Christmas? I'm just going to go with Socky Claus. That's all right. You haven't used that either. No, I haven't. No. And I literally just thought of it because like I, every time I come in, I'm like, oh shit, I meant to have a name. I, I need to. I need to have something. And uh, we're not joined by little bitch boy in the studio today, are we? No, uh, Noel Dowling joins us, uh, uh, or Cherry Dowling, as it was uh, last yeah. week. And we've no cameras, so we can see your face in the studio, but you're at home. I can't, thankfully. Yeah. How are how are things, Robbie? Absolutely shocking. It's coffee with cock face this week, actually. Uh, Noel Dowling is my sister and that's what you can see on the screen and it's actually her birthday so big shout out to her I um, hope she's feeling better than I am because I feel like shit Ken <laughs> he's quarantined it sounds like it's fucking awful lads. I don't know I was fucking I don't wish Coleman was back but whatever the fuck this is it must be worse than it yeah we, me and Robbie like were two abysmal heads on us uh, in the studio here we are like fucking nearly one week on I'm, I'm better thanks for asking by the way you don't care yeah you're uh, you're welcome yeah. um, and all and these two fuckers care about is that I'm here that's all they care about well we've a lot to talk about you know we've we've gotten through the month of October and into November in Portugal um, you know we, we got to find out how, how Porto was doing we had a few little observations last night uh, over over results uh, for this week, but before we get into all of that, uh, I've got to breeze through some of the football manager related shout outs for the week. Uh, Brian Cook is um, Brian Cook is having an up and a down week. Uh, so Brian Cook says that we are wonderful humans. The next time that we're in the states, we have to give him a call. Which means okay, I was in the states once. I went to Detroit of all places. Now Detroit was Jesus the first Christ. city ever to go bankrupt. Why did you pick Detroit? Because I was in Canada. Right? Yeah. And I was going to Niagara Falls and they were like, will we go to New York or will we go to Detroit? And I said, New York. And they were like, Detroit it is. Because it was closer. Now, I did get to see some cool stuff. I was in the Henry Ford Museum. Okay. I, I, I You're not allowed, but I touched the car that JFK made his last journey in. Okay. And it's they repurposed that car. So like, And they turned, turned it into a, a snack shack? Or? They, they put like a bubble dome on it. Like the Pope mobile, like the Pope, or like the you know that that car in Homer's when ho- the Homer's creates for his brother is a herb. Nice, Simpson? yeah. So it they repurposed it for some reason instead of getting a new car. Seeing the car that Jeff or the chair that Jeff or Lincoln was shot in. Oh yeah, uh, seen a Wiener mobile. It turns out it was a hot dog. It's not actually the big statue chair that's outside. No, it's just building. it was the one in the theater. There was blood stains on it and stuff. Class. Seen like loads of stuff from the Edmondson exhibition to the Antarctic or Antarctica. One of them, whichever one he went to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wright Brothers playing stuff. Seen a lot of cool stuff there. That's a lot. Yeah, and I was only 14 and I was with my two cousins and they, my grandparents put us in like this shitty motel. There was mirrors on the ceiling, right? That shows you what that kind of motel. 
heard gunshots and they were like, Shane, you sleep on the floor beside the window. And I'm, why? In case someone breaks in. I'm 14. No, it's in case they start shooting through the walls, you'll be the first one to get got. Yeah, I'm expendable. Class. Uh, well, Brian's week uh, seems to go from like fully supporting the infiltration of Scoreline into the worlds of Indy 11 and Indy City football all the way to uh, shit canning uh, football manager 2023 because it just ain't working out yeah, for well, him. That's that I seen that yesterday. Poor poor Brian Cook. Uh, a lot of people having kind of tactical issues and tweaking issues and result issues and match engine issues and everything else. I think we're doing relatively okay. Results seem to be going for us the I way, can't the way they out, go most I can't, seasons. I can't figure out the Champions League at all. Why? I don't understand. Like that, those Trapanzor results have, were abysmal. Like I yeah. can't understand why the team was so bad. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, yeah it's, cha- it's Champions League that feels a Champions League against the strong sides. I think I looked out against Juve but we'll talk about my game against City later on and that was a shit show. Uh, Nicky Reeves uh, been in touch says he thinks this might actually be the greatest result that he achieved in all of football I've manager and championship manager. Champions League final into the final where he's going to play Arsenal. He has won double digit games before and feels uh, and he's beaten big teams as well. But this absolutely tops it. West Ham eight, Barcelona nil. Calvert Lewin with two inside ten minutes. He's got Joe Gomez on assists. He's got Calvert Lewin knocking in assists. Kone, Harvey Elliott, uh, Calvert Lewin with three goals again in the second half. That's some serious damage. Playing uh, for uh, back four uh, defensive midfielder Elliott and Kone are in uh, midfield, tight midfield. Uh, two wingers and Calvert Lewin up top with five goals and an assist against Barcelona in a Champions League final. That is ridiculous. Uh, FM Elder is back with Castle Warren. Yeah, for the third time lucky. Third, third time lucky. He's getting a dedicated website as well. Castle Warren. Is he? Celtic. Or just castlewarren.wordpress.com. He's made, a, made like a dedicated blog for it. Uh, Nick Save is the one that just keeps giving. He does have to compose himself to do a write up for us. We'd love to have that. Uh, as this is something of absolute legend. We need to get we need to get it on the on, on the FMS on the, on the website. Uh, website's gonna get some love uh, over Christmas. When you have a bit of time, Ken, <laughs> well, this, you're you're not the just thing. the head of sports here, Casey. You're this also the, the Kengineer. I, I am the I have I have long been the Kengineer, and Kengineer needs to kind of put down the the toolbox for a day or two. Uh, and just I just I just love to get a day or two where I just sit in front of a computer and do nothing. I don't know. It sounds like so unappealing to some people. Yeah, it so sounds terrible. A- and so absolutely appealing to others. Uh, Hellstead, with the coolest of names in the world, uh, is going great with Brighton, holding firm onto seventh spot, the main aim for European spot this season. Beat Aston Villa 3 1 to reclaim the League Cup. Uh, you should let Robbie have a five minute slot once a month called Robbie's Rants and let him go wild with it. Robbie gone wild. Thanks. I'll bring them to Hellstead. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stop talking! It's offensive to my ears. He's got puns. Yeah, you love that one. You love that one. <laughs> He's got puns as well. Uh, oh Sooner Jed has been streaming his Wrexham save episode eight, decking more halls with Wrexham AFC and Mullen. He's sitting on top of the National League with fifty-three points after twenty-four games. That's a decent shift, to be fair. Uh, Ethan Hawkins been sliding into those DMs this week. He's falling out of love with Football Manager at the minute. That's 
happening a lot. That happened. Is it Brian Cook as well? Uh, yeah. Uh, he says he's not enjoying the Hamburg save. He can't seem to get into a different one. He finds it so frustrating when it's like this. So instead, he's been playing through High on Life. I don't know if High on Life is a game or if he's just playing through life on a high. Uh, he's also just playing some uh, WWE 2K22 universe mode. Okay, I can get that, but I, I actually can't get into that game. I spend more time in loading screens because I download like all the community creations and stuff yeah. than I actually do um, fucking playing the game. I, they, there's so much potential in these games that are just lost. And I was looking at a video there about some of the great retro wrestling games and you're talking about No Mercy you're talking about uh, WCW NWO Thunder and you're talking about Smackdown Here Comes the Pain one of my personal favourites is on the GameCube Day of Reckoning 1 and 2 unbelievable games but I've recently been playing uh, still playing The Last of Us so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going wait back the first one or the, the second first one I'm going back through that I played a bit of Resident Evil 5 co-op with the missus there the other day it's, it's hard playing with the missus she doesn't understand what's going on like you know? She's not quick enough. No, like, like I fire. I, I I think like I recorded eighty something kills on a level, and she had two. That's not good. And enough. I'm like, look, that's come not on. equal partnership. No, but like, she's stealing all your ammo as well. Yeah, well, and I have to give her all my the ammo. health packs. Then I, I have to give she? her all the ammo, and then you have to tell her like, there's a. T- this is what I liked about Res Evil because there's tact. It's tactical, like about what you pick up. Whereas in Last of Us, it doesn't really matter. Like you, you just pick up, you max out. You don't have to get rid of things to keep stuff, and you know what I mean. Whereas in Res Evil, you're like, oh, I have to put this into my inventory, or I just have to throw it away because I really need that handgun ammo because I only have two handguns, and I'm coming up against Mister X soon, you know. Um, so I might, I might play a bit of that. Days Gone as well. I'm going to give that another blast. I think over uh, over Christmas. Plus, I bought Just Cause Four. It was two ninety nine on the PlayStation Store. Nice. So I said I'd give that. I remember getting the first game and being blown away by the trailer, and then actually playing the game. I was like, "This is garbage." So hopefully, the four by the fourth one they got right. Fair enough. Um, that's about it on in terms of the shout outy kind of stuff. If you want to get in touch on the Twitter machine, you can do so. It's at FMF Show, uh, and keep an eye on the website over the festive period as well as in Christmas. Um, so we're going to be making some additions and changes and everything else at least before January oh we have to get another game in as well don't we before yeah this isn't our last so that'll be our 100th episode 100th episode we've got to find we've got to, we've got to figure out something special actually Kahuna has been on to me about this battle royale thing what's, that, what's a battle royale I don't know like the uh, some is it a draft game like Kahuna wants to get in on episode 100 celebrity death match kinda I don't, I, I don't understand wait now I gotta bring it up he messaged me going are you guys playing right now and I said yes and I sent him on a screenshot of uh the the screen and in the background was raw in nineteen ninety eight and he just wrote press continue or press continue can you muppet because obviously it's it was highlighted oh, that I was waiting on a continue okay. he goes also I'm waiting on my invite for the battle royale for episode one hundred next week should be ninety nine episodes next week Ken's pervy Christmas thing doesn't count um. And then he says, you oh, know, that, that was just a bonus episode. Yeah, so that, so that doesn't count, count as a number. And then he episode. goes, I love Attitude Era sexual chocolate in the background because Mark Henry popped up on Jesus the screen. Jesus Christ. That's, sexual. Baby. That's fucking terrifying at the same time. Uh, right, let's get into the week. Um, Robbie Dowling. I have to listen to him. Hello. How did your week start? Because we had finished on. Had you finished last week with like a, a slight upswing in, in form? You get yeah, those, those well, league games back to back after the yeah, Champions League debacles. Yeah, the Champions League was 
doomed uh, four defeats from four, but I had 10 points from my last four. I was getting some away wins, so it was looking well ahead of Braga, which is another stiff enough test. And any time I've come up against a half-decent team, it hasn't gone well at all. Obviously, losing to yourself, Ken, and then I think Porto Valencia, um, where I lost to Porto in my name and became O forevermore, um, and then other teams as well. Along those lines, I think Rio Ave were one of them where if I'm going away from home, I'm struggling again. So this was Braga away, a big game. I was fourth before the match. They were seventh. Um, before any of this took place, I know we had the fourth round of the cup. I got Rabo the Peche at home uh, in the fourth round of the PT Cup. Uh, and I also, and I'll be interested to know what you thought of this, I decided to try and postpone three of my group stage League Cup games because... Of the World Cup. I would have had 11 players not available. So they they have been moved either by like five days so another by three days. But did you get that request and did you accept it? Yeah, this this is for the start of the Allianz Cup. Uh, And this is, I think this is going to be a bit of a fixtures... a little bit of a fixtures nightmare. So what's after happening and what we... what we I forgot we had a World Cup. This this is the thing, you see. We have the World Cup that's happening and the World Cup is happening in uh, uh, Qatar, obviously, because that, that is, is still a thing. Uh, and we are... Where do we start? I think we're starting kind of like the tail end or the, or the middle end of October um, for this one. So what we end up in a situation with is that we have um, the Allianz Cup which is happening during this time. It's happening in November into December. I'm not entirely sure what the premise of the cup is or why the cup exists or what it's going to do for it, but I do know that I have 15 players uh, that are going to the World Cup. Uh, I'm without nine of my starting team. Uh, Simmons is off to Canada. John Brooks is off to the US. Moose is going to Croatia. Ba is with Denmark. I've been playing him as a replacement right back. Then Ramos, Jean Maria. Um, Florentina Louise, uh, Antonio Silva, and uh, one or two more are part of the Portuguese camp. Uh, Svervic with Switzerland, Ristic, who's now had a bit of an injury, he's with the Serbian camp. Enzo and Otamendi are gone with Argentina, and then Neres and Rismo are gone off with the Brazil squad. So I am well depleted. We have these three games against Pacos de Ferreira, Covilla, and Tondela. And this is a, it's a group thing. And I don't know what it is. It's like, is it a winter cup? Did they lob it in for the sake of giving lads games to keep them sharp over, over the world cup? Or what was the story? Did you, you didn't see any, any reason as to why we play? I don't know. This may actually be a, a legit, a, tournament. a legit thing. Like, yeah, this is a thing they do every year. It's like, they used to have it in France, but it's gone now. Oh, they do, obviously yeah. it's in England and it's in Scotland too. It's just the League Cup. It's the fourth tournament, fourth major tournament, I suppose. I needed to do more homework on, um, this is, it is, it's, it's the Taca de Liga because we have the Taca de Portugal. So I'm guessing that means the Taca de Portugal is like the FA Cup and this is just like a kind of a mini version of the Carling Cup or the League Cup. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it is. I know that it's been going for a long time now. So then what we're going to end up doing is we're going to end up having all of these games in really quick succession. We all said, hey, yeah, absolutely postpone that shit. And then they only get moved out by a few days. So the games on the 19th for me, the 19th, the 24th and the 28th of November get moved to the 22nd, the 30th of November and the 4th of December. So there's only like four or five days of a difference between it. But all of those players will still be out at the World Cup. 
No, I, I, I don't think so. I think I, when I looked into it, it looked like it, it all matched up. I think the players are leaving on the twenty eighth, and my last game is on the twenty seventh because they all got moved. So I think players are leaving leaving the twenty eighth of is it November. November. I think so. I think that's what I said. Sure, the World Cup is or maybe well the 18, maybe the eighteenth. Um, it says my games got moved to the thirteenth and the seventeenth. So we'll see. It doesn't matter. I only have like six lads going anywhere. I, before we get really tucked into that. Uh, there was a good argument made online because I do the Football Manager football show all the stuff that pops up in my timeline is Football Manager related stuff and the argument was made that as a manager you try and get the club to fund your coaching you say oh I want to do another coaching badge yep. or whatever and the club says they can't afford it alright fair enough why can't you use your own career earnings wouldn't that be a good way to bring your career earnings like as a meaningful thing into the game. Yeah. Like... Uh, it makes lots of sense. Uh, would you extend the argument and go, well, if my career earnings are, are X amount and I've been a rather successful manager, even if they're not, uh, and you've you've just been, like, you've been doing kind of non-league clubs for 80 quid a week or something and making small money, but you've got a little, you've got a little pot of cash over here. And you want to do your Sunday League badges or your national club licenses and then move into the pro licenses. It's probably not a bad idea. Like, what's the point because of having co- career... Like, there's no... So you're negotiating a contract with whoever. Yeah. And they go, we're offering you 30,000. Where's the impetus to go, no, I'm a 40,000? Why don't you just say, give us a tenner a week? I know it costs less to sack you then, but sure, who gives a shit? If you're doing well, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And if they want to sack you, they'll sack you anyway. And it'll it, it'll probably help clubs coming in with a buyout fee as well if you if they if want to approach you. So what's the purpose of career earnings? If why would you take money out of the club if you know what I mean? Because you're going to get to f- use that money in itself. I don't know. And so it's, there needs to be a way to purpose this into it. Like uh, like you say, you're negotiating a contract, and you're a Manchester United manager, and you get offered a Real Madrid job. Yeah. You need to negotiate in your contract relocation fees, that kind of thing. Like actually to, to up your to well that's a, that's a good uh, good point because all I mean, that stuff is going to cost money to set up in a different. Country. I was talking to somebody this morning uh, who told me that they uh, know somebody who's after accepting a job overseas um, with the same company. They just happen to have a branch uh, overseas over in the states, um, but to go out and do the job over in the states, they're going to give them an extra twenty grand as a, as as a kind of a hey listen we know you're going to need to find an apartment and you might need to get a bit of furniture and you might need to you know get the bus or figure it out or buy a car or something so here's here's 20 G's now I'm not talking about going in that uh, in depth because apparently that's what uh, FIFA tried to do with um, their career mode and they're like oh you can buy a bicycle alright oh, I can buy a bicycle that I can't use in the game like what's the <laughs> what, what's the point of, of giving me that well, option that, that came up in this year's FIFA wasn't there like random shit like you that's can what buy, I'm saying you can buy yeah. a trampoline because if you buy a trampoline it improves your fitness and then you buy fucking dancing lessons and you buy something else stupid stupid I don't bollocks. know where any of that came from yeah just nonsense but yeah it would make sense like if you're if you're I don't know like if you're if you're at a club where they have absolutely zero money uh, and you're able to turn around and go, lads, I really need to do this coaching thing. You need to give me the time to do it. It's going to be of benefit to the club, but you know what? I'll pay for it. 
Yeah. Now, will the club give you the money back? Maybe they will, maybe they You don't won't. have to, but if you have career earnings, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then, like, that could go into going, oh, uh, like, dedication. That could up a dedication kind of thing because you're willing to pay for it See, yourself. I've, I've never... I've, I've, I haven't done the journeyman thing or start with no badges in the game oh, where, where, where you have to go and... You know, you you really have to to earn your earn your crust and earn your keep. So I don't know if there's a point where, like, if you're saying I need to go on, a, I want to do this coaching course, and like, say the club refuse you and say we don't have any money, we can't pay the two grand or the ten grand for your coaching course or whatever the case is, and then you get into that kind of transfer thing is like, well, if I don't do this, I'm walking out the door, blah blah blah, and then you're sacked and you've got no club. And you've got no fans, and you've got no coaching badges. Yeah, I don't know. I know. Interesting debate. I'd, I'd like to sound to off on at FFMSO on treasures. I would. I'd like to. I'd like to put it to the test and see where it goes. But yeah, we've got. Um, so we now have the the Taca de Liga and the Taca de Portugal uh, coming up. I have fair. I got Fernese, the second division side. You got uh, Gil Vicente. I did. What a man. Good old Gil man. Vicente. Who did you get, Robbie? While I, ca- while I catch you, while I catch you, I catch you mid cough. Sorry, you did. Uh, port, port, port. Apologies about the cough in advance. To the audience, I couldn't care less about you two fuckers. <laughs> what is he saying? I cannot understand the word that he's saying. Is it like you can see him? It's okay. Is he on the toilet? He is definitely not on the toilet. Because he fucked off when we were playing last night, and he was like, "Oh, I'll still be playing, but I can't be on the stream." I'm full sure that he got his brother to start playing. Oh no, the results will tell you otherwise. Yeah, well, I'm not saying your brother was very good. He's very good, to be fair. Uh, Obviously not. You lost twice. Oh, spoiler! Uh, Ten Hag is on to me again. What is he saying? Like he's just spouting nonsense. Even more so than usual. Did you hear how I got him on the radio today? I did. They, I bet you he didn't hear it because he's at home sick. Because oh, I think he, oh, I think he used the same thing yesterday. Oh, it was pathetic. Oh, he got burnt on the radio. You got burnt on the radio. Ah, now you're just mimicking. I, you're that, a fucking that, gimmick. What happened there was for comedic effect. You're a fucking you gimmick. You all about that being a stand-up comic. You're a but, gimmick. Uh, anyway, I'll let you have your little win. All right, gimmick. Got okay. much else going for you. Ten Hag, where is he going? He was on to me about Palestri. Saying, oh, you're not playing him as a winger. And I said, he's been playing enough. He goes, okay. Just a lap. He just went like that. He's going to get the sack anyway. Then I realised that Manchester United are sitting in 12th and he's going to get the sack and came up as do or die. So, never know, it could be fucking off from Portugal, boys. Straight over to Manchester. Straight over to Manchester, mates. All right. So where do we go? That was kind of Liverpool, wasn't it? Where do you go for the first game? Dep, de, Desp Chavez. Desp Chavez. Uh, no Cavs is back. Which is good. Uh, Tide, he's in instead of Ugarte. So he had Fuji. He's been doing well. So um, in the opening 10, it's very black and forth, but I'm half asleep playing. I did a thousand rep leg challenge down at Davy Jones Fitness just before that. So I was fucked. Uh, I do a bit of a Demi Moore, not just for the team, not just to fuck Gwyneth Paltrow, but <laughs> for myself as well. Because I needed a bit of Demi Moore. Their keeper was meant to be good on aerial challenges. I read in the report beforehand, but. Poro's corner is cleared. Trincao chases it down. Busts it back in. Beljo heads in. Fuck you, goalkeeper. Good on aerial shit. Nah, Beljo's even better. We're getting corner after corner, though. And it looks like we're they're going to break from one. So I'm looking at my kind of defensive line. I'm saying it's standard. I'm looking at my set pieces where the defenders are all back. And I'm like, yeah, like that all looks good. But it looks like they're going to break from a corner. Um, but then we win it back. And it ends up 
Belgio taking a shot and the keeper parries it around the post with a nice save. So it goes for a corner. We take a corner. Gets headed out then from the corner for another corner. I kept getting corners. It's a lot of corners. I, I, I think in the first half I registered nine corners. Jesus. And and you're like, how come nothing's coming from this? Uh, Trincao misses another chance, but at least he's getting in positions, right? Uh, I'm watching Marita, though, and he is an absolute joy in the midfield. He is linking everything. Then... Uh, like picking it off the centre back pushing it out wide taking it back off and just moving it's it's really nice to see and then he uh, puts a ball forward for Belgio who misses again and I get another corner from it uh, Poro again but this time Inacio runs from deep like he's running from the byline deep at the back post boom a bullet of a header and uh, it's 2-0 I'm looking at the stadium we're far from sold out uh, on 65 minutes a goal that makes me smile there's a wonderful passing exchange with Poro and Belgio who finds Trincao and then Tidair is bursting to get onto the ball hits it in the back of the net Tidair with a tidy goal then Tidair turns provider for the Belgio it's 4-0 I bring on Alex Alexandropoulos Alexandropoulos Busting off the top of this Metropolis Uh, making his debut after a 4 million move from Greece is the word last year so um, yeah 4-0 Done and dusted. Four mil. Four nil. We get... Uh, Hi there, my boy. We get Porta Minence, who had the, the joy of, of beating Robbie uh, earlier on. <laughs> who hasn't? Uh, Fabio Martins is somewhat concerned <laughs> now. My best mate, Fabio Martins. Uh, doesn't agree with the team sheet, but he is happy with the mentality and the formation this week. Well, that's, that's in your... speaking of Fabio Martins, I was looking at the top because we were going to be tied it looked like we were going to be close and I was looking yeah. at your goal difference and you're like banging them in and then I looked at the top three goal scorers and it was Ramos the Belgio and fucking Fabio Martins and I was like motherfucking Fabio why didn't I offer him the contract he didn't look good he wasn't being impressive in the, this the is trial the games he doesn't look he does, I, I, I just like I, it's rare I go for like a, a, a two and a half star three star 29 year old who's played in Saudi Arabia for like two or three years yeah and uh, then you kind of look at it and you go actually do you know what he probably has the stats to make the winger side of things and he replied to you right and he replied to you on Twitter and we were having a lovely joyous moment about it but speaking of Twitter Ken oh yeah Ken I'm going to keep going on all day. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. Mr. Franchise. Yeah. I just... I'm loving the head shaking from Robbie. I'm telling you. John Cena follows KCLR on the tweet machine. John Cena follows... Uh, like every doesn't matter every local journalist doesn't under matter the sun this for a way. man who couldn't be seen don't worry Johnny I got gotcha. you I see you five headlined WrestleMania I think five times now compete at numerous WrestleManias but headlined five times Triple H in 2022 of course you know you're gonna Shawn have to Michaels read it now 2023 The Miz at WrestleMania 27 not 2023 23 yeah Miz at 27 the and Miz The Rock at 28 up? and 29. Yeah, look, look, it was only to set up The Rock coming in at 28 and at 29. I know, I know. Hasn't headlined, I believe, since. No. But John Cena following us on KCLR. He doesn't doesn't need it because he's He's, class. He could be reading, like right now, he could be reading the article that I did on two Kilkenny handballers going to San Francisco for the World Championship. Very possible. He could be. And then he'll go, this guy writes really goodly. 
and we're going to go into that and then he'll see the wrestling articles and he'll be like, wow, you know yeah. what? This guy has a passion. And then like someone will post a photo of me today. I'm in an NWO shirt for life. And they'll be like, wow, this guy loves wrestling. And then me and John Cena are in Bumblebee 2 together. <laughs> so we and go to... Anyone that says you write really goodly probably does think you write well. Suck, suck to Miss Prime, bitch. So uh, this whole Portman Ents uh, game. Oh yeah, you the game. I did. Yeah, it was quite the quite a fast start uh, that had nothing to do with John Cena. Fabio Martin's first real attempt on goal. Keeper is beaten. Smacks one straight off the post from a tight angle. Grimaldo picks up a yellow card, meaning he's suspended for the next game, which leaves me with a little bit of a headache because Ristich is injured. And at twenty-one minutes in, it's one nil. A long ball into the box gets uh, collected by Sec uh, for Portman Ents, but he makes balls of it. Draxler pounces he's playing on the right hand side nicks it off his foot floats one across the box to Ramos who hammers home 38 minutes in almost 2-0 Fabio Martins across for the ages it was nearly a carbon copy of Kevin De Bruyne's cross for that third goal for Man City against Liverpool last night uh, but Ramos has it in the back of the net but he is straight offside Grimaldo even with the yellow card looks like he needs to come off we get to half time and it's 1-0 Andre Almeida is coming on for Grimaldo potential lower leg injury on top of the suspension for the next game already. If we can get rid of both in the same window, happy days. And we're getting exposed early in the second half. We need to find a second goal and it doesn't seem to be coming. 67 minutes in, uh, I make a double sub. Uh, Arsenez and Neres are on and literally the lads arrive on the pitch and it goes to one all. Anderson has the ball in the back of the net for Portem and then starts with a throw in uh, on the near side. Sapara goes unchallenged all the way into the box like all the way into the box like defenders are just, actually Robbie do you find that um, when you're when you're watching the games you're like why are my defenders not engaging with this person like you know you see a lot of standoff play almost like you're inviting somebody the whole way into the box and going Asher he's never going to have a crack no he's never going to have a crack and then the ball ends up in the back of the net and you're like why the fuck didn't you just challenge him yeah, sometimes I suppose now that you pointed it out, I don't. Uh, I, there's nothing specific that I would find to the same degree that you and Shane would, I, if if that makes sense. Because obviously I don't have the same experience in the game, so I'm just trying to get by and getting results. So I'm not almost noticing the intricacies of the whole thing. But yeah, now that you said it, uh, I think that they definitely let them have too much space, too close to the goal. Yeah. I do you do you find that? Shane what uh, defenders um, forwards getting too much space opposition forwards getting too much space and time um, on, on the ball like your your left kind of looking is like why haven't you moved to shut this guy down I find that or close, there's a lot close, of, close the space there's like. a lot of defensive fucking lapses of judgement yeah. um, there's a lot uh, maybe do are we benefactors of the update because we started our save game Whatever, whatever is no, whatever is good is good. Okay, yeah. Um, because I don't, I kind of echo a lot of people's sentiments on Football Manager Twenty Three. I think there's a lot wrong with it. I don't think there's that fun in it. And I'm not talking about always winning. I'm just talking about stupid, stupid defensive stuff happening all the time, including say something like that. And I have, oh, do I have a a, a goal? That was conceded. That was just oh, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. And this stuff is happening 
quite regularly I should find in 2023 yeah. uh, I'll finish this one off very quickly so at 70 minutes it's one all I lose Verissimo to injury late on Brooks comes on I can't get anything out of the second half and it ends one all uh, which means it's two points dropped uh, you got your result uh, which leaves us top on 26 points but only by goal difference uh, Verissimo is out for 8 days Grimaldo is out for 3 I unlock a goal rush achievement because I've scored in 20 consecutive competitive fixtures had to pay River 2 million for paying Enzo in his 10th league game I'm 9 games unbeaten home and away uh, so I had the, the draw against Fordham and Enz there and the draw against Braga in September Robbie who did you play to start? I had Braga um, which I think we mentioned about half an hour ago you did um, who's going to get Braga rights? <coughs> kick him out 10 sorry sorry <laughs> Sorry. Um, I had Braga. <laughs> uh, I go with the same team, 4 2 3 1. Cost is still in the goal. Um, apparently, he's worth 60 million now, and some teams are looking for him uh, after his performances with Portugal in the World Cup. Uh, I didn't think he was too good, but anyway. I have Manafa and Sanusi at fullback. Manafa's right back, Sanusi's left back. They're good fullbacks to have. Cardozo and David Carmo are the centre backs. Arabian Gruitz sit in front of them. And then I have Ivan Nilsson on the left, Pepe off the right, Otavio behind Martinez. So similar team to what's been getting me positive results recently and kind of happy enough with how it's looking even though there is a lot of room for improvement in performances as I said at the back end of last week's episode. The first half of this game, um, if this was the first half of the World Cup, no one would have tuned into the World Cup. Um, There's four shots for them all off target. I don't have a shot. It's about as bad as it gets. There's I have no notes taken down here. I tried. I think there was one or two highlights where the game stopped. Um, but it's half time. It's nil nil. I as I've said before, I'm usually happy with that. I'm keeping a clean sheet. The game's tight in that. But you almost feel bad for the virtual fans that have gone into the stadium. Uh, it really is this that septic a game. I do have fifty eight percent possession though, and I start really brightly at the start of the second half. I'm uh, playing some good positive football, and Martinez is playing through beautifully by Otavio. He's one on one with the keeper, and you're thinking he's been in really good form. He's five league goals this season. Uh, a lot of them coming off the bench, so he's true, and it's a brilliant save. I must say, this right at the start of the second half, the game's still in the nil. Um, and it's an, it's an opportunity that I've missed and it turns out to be a very big miss Pepe has a shot that goes over the bar and other than that I have little but I'm playing a lot better um, but then from nowhere it's a really really poor goal conceded by me on the 77th minute uh, it's just a long ball over the cross field ball uh, something that actually becomes a bit of a trend as we go on through the games this week uh, it's a cross wheel ball from the left back for Braga the whole way across and it just goes over Sanusi's head at the left back Left back, I, I just hate that so much when fullbacks don't have an understanding of their bearings Trent Alexander-Arnold for Liverpool is a great point where you just you, you never get the feeling that they know what's around the corner either side of them they don't open up their bodies right their angles are all over the place and their distances are terrible and this is the prime example here just goes over his head I mean it doesn't fall a yard and a half beyond him but because he's not shifting his feet right or in the right position um, Darigo comes in at the far post collects it brilliantly and I must say it's a really good finish but it was such a poor ball to concede because 
Um, it does end one nil today by very few chances at the end again. As I was saying, it was a tight game, but even a point at Braga wouldn't have been amazing. But would have continued an unbeaten run. It would have been eleven points from five games. With I think three of those games coming away from home, so I could have continued on some good momentum. But it was a really, really disappointing result, and that actually means Braga go ahead of me. And I dropped down to seven with 17 points from my first 11 games. So, again, another really boring game. And when, you, when you're in games like that, that are just shockingly bad entertainment-wise, you have to find a way to get a result. And I didn't in, against Braga. It's kind of an indictment on you, isn't it? You're an indictment on you. I see. Like, he's just... Why is he adding to this podcast? He's just <laughs> trying to mimic me. You're in a, it's, he's saying, oh, boring football. Oh, very... It's his own fault. Like he, he's the manager. manager. It's a football manager football show, and you just went on for five minutes with John Cena. It wasn't five minutes. Close enough. But it's a big fucking story. It's more entertaining than your shit game against Braga. Okay, entertaining, but it's not real football. It's entertaining. It's an entertainment podcast. Okay, let's go back to the Champions League um, because it's the Champions League as to where we're going next. Uh, I can go really quickly on this one. Okay, Atletico, no Hopper. Um, I started Palestri up top, threw in like a lot of shit players. Lost two nil. Just like that. Yeah, I didn't care. I went to only comes. I was like, I don't even want Europa League. All my focus is going on Portugal. It kind of has to now, though, doesn't it? Uh, not necessarily, because... Is, uh, is that not five straight defeats in the Champions League? Yep. So, But PSG drew with Trapanzor, so PSG are in a, like a shit position as can, well. Can you still, f- can like you if still I won- finish above them? No, if I won this game yeah. and then I went to play at PSG, I could finish in a Europa League position. But okay. I knew I wasn't going to win fucking against... Uh, win twice against Atletico yeah, and PSG yeah, yeah, Trap yeah. and Zor were my two chances and I yeah. fucked them up okay um, so yeah the, Euro- the European dream is over didn't have one um, Robbie how did your Champions League side of things go you were in a similar position where a win yeah. a win to salvage anything for a Europa League position was a must yeah four games gone uh, no points only one goal scored I think and I needed to find two victories really because of my deplorable goal difference to get into this have any chance of getting into the Europa League I was four points behind third place Sturmgrass before I took on Bayer Leverkusen away that was my fifth Champions League game um, I make some changes because even I have no real belief that I am actually going to win this game, and even if I do, I'm not overly concerned about making the Europa League. Mm. You know, it'd be nice to have, I suppose. Um, but as I said, I make a lot of changes. Taremi's back in. God Almighty, the man can't finish. But uh, they get a penalty with five minutes left until halftime. We're playing quite well up to this point, and Arguez um, finishes it brilliantly. I must say, yeah, just pokes it down the middle. I like penalties like that. Takes a bit of. Uh, courage half time one nil down got to find two goals and only scored one goal in four and a half or yeah four and a half games to this point so again uh, the hopes aren't too high but it has been my best Champions League performance to date which is nice but again I'm not too concerned about it at all Um, they they come back out hold sick uh, secure scores just after the break immediately afterwards so I've conceded before half time and after half time which tells you everything you need to know about the character of my team um, in the Champions League it's not very good uh, it's curtains at that stage obviously Patrick Schick scores he got two at the game at the drag out 
uh, earlier in the season. I think that was my second Champions League game. He gets the third one here, and um, that's it. My Europa League campaign is over. Sturmgrads do lose to Tottenham, which meant that if I had have even got a point, mathematically, I was still in my chance of making the Europa League um, a win, and I could have made it a grandstand finish, really, against Sturmgrads in that last game, but... I mean, I can't have any complaints. It's a training of defeat. The Bayer Leverkusen, um, it wasn't a hard group. We said it uh, at the draw, and you were right, in fairness, and I was right when I said Tottenham, Bayer Leverkusen, and Sturmgrads, you can't have too many complaints. And to lose five games from five um, is absolutely dreadful. Uh, And there's no sugarcoat in that. You know, I do lose three nil, so ultimately that... Spells the end of my European campaign, albeit I do have one more uh, consolation game to go. Hey, everybody gets to concentrate on the league next year, except Ken, who still has European games to play, because a win would see us through. Uh, a loss is a bit of a different story, but the way the group has panned out, the results against you, Copenhagen were the team to beat, the draw against City, uh, the first week was the kind of surprise one for me as you'll see in the next game uh, and then we got the positive result and, and the draw against uh, Juve as well so I think as it stands that we've 11 points from is that possible 11 points from 4 games so f- what would that give me that's, that's mathematically that's not possible, possible. Okay. no 8 points from 4 games um this is our head of sport, Robbie. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to do the maths. I can see 11 points, but I think it's 11 points after this one because we do get the right result against Copenhagen. Enzo gets us one nil up after two minutes. Gilberto and Draxler combine in the box to get Enzo some space. He just loves hitting shots from outside the box. I don't know what it is, but he just fucking puts the foot through it. Uh, Draxler makes it two nil on ten minutes. Uh, it's a Goncalves free kick who's cleared to Rafa, back to Goncalves again, low ball across the box to Draxler at the back post, uh, and we're off to the races. Gil Diaz should have shut the game off at this stage, open goal chance, 15 minutes in, shoots wide left, then we give away a penalty. Gilberto sees a straight red for it, and now I'm like, shit, what do I do here? Because I haven't had, I don't think I've had a red card so early on this season. Um, So we're in bother. I had decided to give... Ramos the night off because he's he's struggling a little bit already uh, fitness wise I don't know what that is going to mean for the World Cup and him going off there as well so I bring Ba on uh, and I'd had Araujo up top so I decided to go strikerless for 75 minutes of the game um, we concede the penalty Dennis Favreau makes it 2-1 at the same time Haaland has City 1-0 up against Juventus so as it stands uh, we're both going through uh, they go more attacking they're pushing all the way to half time we get into the break we're still one goal to good it's uh, 2-1 at half time Ba is on a yellow card after coming on Enzo comes off Arsenez goes on Joe Maria comes off on 66 minutes Florentino Luiz comes on Fabio Martins is on for the last 10 minutes to the game goal Cavas has put in a really good shift heads for the bench four minutes injury time and we are scrambling like they are peppering the goal with shots um, and whatever happens the game skips right past the dressing room sequence I don't have any engagement with the players and I'm into the press conference uh, but we won and we won we won 2-1 and we, we get out of it with 2-1 board expectations were to get out of the group and make the last 16 um, so we've achieved that much they're delighted league expectations are still to secure a Champions League qualification so if we keep going the way we're going we're alright but that's like one of 
at least one of the the big kind of short term goals for the season uh, is is done. Qualified for the group stages after two qualifying rounds, got through the group stages um, with a, a good run of results. I think that's eleven points then for ourselves and City from the five games, and we have to play City uh, next. And it starts to get a little bit starts to get a little bit shaky. Uh, I'll play Boa Vista next in the league. Um, Fabio Martins emboldened. I love it. Paulinho is confused, even though he's not on the bench. Draxler is happy. We get a free kick 30 seconds in. Immediately go to start playing for set pieces for this one. Um, Fabio Martins almost with a go-ahead goal on four minutes in. Playing him as his preferred position as an inverted winger on the left-hand side. Fires low into the path of the keeper. Rafa has the ball in the back of the net 11 minutes in it's a back pass to the keeper that goes astray Ramos and I've seen this this happened. This used to happen a bit in FM 21 or 22 so Ramos slides in on the defender in the box and the ball hops off the defender's feet and straight onto Rafa's foot keeper is already committed elsewhere so he beats the keeper now he hits the post in the process and it comes back across the line uh, Draxler is knocking on the door too two or three good chances um, but we've had uh, we've had our fair share of, of opportunities in the first half by a half an hour in we've got four players on yellow cards uh, Martins is having a pop on 40 minutes hits the roof of the net we get to half time and it's 1-0 I'm not really liking 1-0 games at half time this season I think it's there's still way too much to chance in the second half we've had 14 shots on goal 8 of them are on target 56% of the ball XG is 1.45 um, barring the fact that, that that goal that we had was early on so we're, we're getting the good opportunities uh, we're staying on our feet for the second half Draxler has to come off for Neres and we slow the pace altogether. Jean Mario gets a corner 54 minutes in Brooks gets under the ball at the near post keeper spills it to Ramos Uh, VAR says yes you can have that goal you're very welcome it's in the back of the net it's 2-0 Mangas gets a free kick this is the most amazing beautiful direct free kick that I've conceded all year it swings all the way back out and back in again keeper's beaten at the near post it's 2-1 game rolls on from there for the last half hour very little in terms of changes Arsenez comes on that's about it Uh, but I am the flavour of the month and I like it Good, good league win against Boa Vista Probably the greatest league win I've ever heard of in my life Probably was Congrat- hey, Congratulations Who did you play? I played Braga For bragging rights You Yeah um, This one was a weird one Because I forgot to turn off only commentary And I didn't realise I was in uh, The actual match I didn't realise it started Because see the WWE network turned off on me so like I clicked continue and then I went and I was like oh I'll sort this out and then I'll go back on and by the time I came back into it it was half time I was 2-1 down oh oh that was that game <laughs> yeah uh, Belgio had equalised they scored early Belgio equalised on the 15th minute and then they got one on the 44th minute fuck fuck Bo had 10 shots no calves had been completely underwhelming since injury um, and I was thinking oh because it's Less congested as I it, I accidentally had it. Yeah. Um, is he getting like less space for through balls and and stuff like that? Is he should he be playing more deeper as opposed to be playing as an AMC because he would have been playing deeper because the lead engagement was very low. Um, so I go a bit more positive anyway. Of course I have. I'm two one down. I do feel like though when we're, when I'm watching it that we're going to get a goal. 
and then we do score Edwards bangs one in as an assist from Marita Trincao did all the work on the wing and then passed it to Marita who found Edwards but it was all about Trincao so it was two all uh, no calves goes down injured I'm like motherfucker again Taidea comes off for Ugarte and Simic on for no calves so I go 4 two, 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 two. Edwards then with a fantastic run finds Trincao who plays it just in behind Be- the Belgio tries to manage a stop but forces a corner Simic then gets a chance hits the fucking post Trincao's on fire but like I had a question he's uh, he's doing really well but his fatigue levels are down gone very very low it's, ha- it's happening in a lot of players risk risk of injury kind of thing so uh, do you leave him on because he's playing fucking class or do you take him off it depends on it depends on like who you have on the bench it depends on who you have on the bench and what the current game situation is and is he the kind of lad where if you yank him off while he's playing well is is that going to cause a problem because a mess is it yeah. going to, is it going to cause a problem um, yeah that's what I was wondering and then I like I don't have a very strong I have a lot of young lads in there that I yeah. want to kind of build up and stuff so I was like no keep them on so I leave them on they managed to get one shot in the second half I registered another 10 by the 75th minute considering um, that you didn't have any input in the first half that's not bad yeah it's not bad at all then Belgio forces another save Marita and Belgio misses again I'm having 13 shots at this time Jesus Edwards then gets the ball bursts it and it's literally picked out of the top corner there are fucking goalkeepers on fire I'm like oh my god who all imagine if I had control of this whole fucking game Belgio then six yard box boom misses a fucking header I'm snapping five minutes at a time I go full Leroy Jenkins I have no other changes as well I'm not bringing on anybody else Robbie can fuck off with his head I can feel his head shaking out muckily we're on we're on a full march then he fucking ruined my flow now. Then, on 94 minutes and 34 seconds, Matthias Reyes loops one forward and talk about ringing the Belgio. He buries it. 27 shots, 10 on target, a last minute winner. You could hear me scream. I'm generally not too fucking like. I give out. I'd be like, oh, this is fucking shit. But I went ballistic on this. I was like, yes! Yes! 3 2. Fucking victory. Yeah, fucking robbed. <laughs> no, what do you mean robbed? I was looking at it going, please let it stay too old. Please let it stay too old. Please let it stay too old. And you were, you just made this kind of like little whimper sound first. And I was like, oh shit, it's coming, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah, all right. Three, oh. Fair enough. Uh, Robbie, who'd you get in the league? Sat on mute myself there, Ken. Um, Santa Clara, which, as I said to you yesterday, sounds like a holiday resort in Florida or something. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of this club. Didn't really have any aspirations of meeting them at any stage of my life, but yet here I am. So went away from home, 17 points from 11 games before this one. I'm still only nine off the lead. Uh, like that's not retrievable in my eyes, even though maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, and five off third place, which is the final Champions League spot, I think. Um, so, excuse me, I'm sitting in seventh, um, which is terrible. When you really think about it. Actually, look, oh, look, I can't listen to this any longer. The way Robbie pronounces terrible. 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 He says terrible. Man, I hear it on scoreline the whole time. He goes, absolutely terrible. Tur. T-U-R. Terrible. Tur. 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 
terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. He doesn't. He says terrible. No. He fucking does. It's That's because be, he couldn't speak since he was be, mean. It's because you're wearing a beanie and headphones. I listen to him. <laughs> I listen to him the whole time. He always says absolutely terrible. Robbie, terrible. I got your back. No, it's Thanks, because he wasn't able to speak until he was nine. I might be able to speak, but if you read a scoreline article, you'll realise uh, Shane can't spell. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you get, I, I, so, motherfucker, you write some articles. Huh? I will. You get, get you on some articles, bitch. I, I will write some articles. I'll show you how to spell. You read them. Santa Clara. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like this prick. Santa Clara, what happened? Santa Clara, right? So that's S A N T A C L A R A for for Shane there. Um, so I, I take them on away from home. Um, there's the first thing I notice is there's nobody at the game. Nobody, L- like legit nobody. Like legit, like there's there's like one or two in the crowd. It, it it's like a mammoth stadium. Is it, is it home or away? It's away from home. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's, like I've never. I've never heard of Santa Clara. This stadium is gigantic. It reminds me of your one, Ken, the Estadio de Luigi. All the seats are red and it goes the whole way around the, the goal and everything. And there's like two or three tiers. And I'm looking at him like, how the fuck does Santa Clara have a stadium like this? Um, but anyway, uh, that's the first thing. Excuse me. That's the first thing I notice. Um, second thing I notice is that they're not very good and I dominate the game. Um, First chance comes, cross, it finds Ivan Nilsson. He gets in at the far post. It's a brilliant crossing by Urebe, who's sitting beside Grouch in midfield. He whips it in kind of in that Kevin De Bruyne space, kind of at the edge of the box to the right-hand side. Whips a beautiful ball in, and Ivan Nilsson just heads it right back across where it came from. Uh, he's really good at that, I have to say, Ivan Nilsson. I know he can play up front too, but he just gets in at the box brilliantly. I love wingers that just kind of... You know, the game where it hurts, it's all good staying out wide, but you've got to find some goals and assists. So it's a brilliant goal. It's, it's not the it's not the best of games, quite frankly. Um, as is always, always seems to be the case with myself. But I'm one nil up, which is the difference against Braga. I'm one nil up and I'm dominating. Uh, I don't have too many clear cut chances, but I've had some shots, Martinez and Otavio. I've got some snapshots off. I actually changed my instruction to take some shots on site because the keeper is supposed to be poor, according to my assistant manager. Again, it's a poor game, but I've had six shots for them around target and I've had 72% possession. So happy enough with that. Um, come back out again, Otavio has a shot. It hits the bar. Um, they've had absolutely nothing in this game. Uh, Sanusi has a free kick that is well saved by their keeper. And then they have one cross to just lump it in. And uh, some, some guy heads it from them and it's easily saved by my keeper. But again, it's a, the game fizzles out. I mean, the last highlight is the 72nd minute. Uh, nothing happens from there until the end when obviously it goes to maybe if there's 94 minutes, four minutes mm-hmm. at a time, it kind of stops with 15 seconds to go and shows at the end of the game. But um, look, it's a one nil win. Uh, but the only thing I would say was 0.8 xG for me and 0.8 xG for them. So um, they obviously had a couple of half chances here and there, like, as did I. So wasn't the best of games, but I thought I deserved the win. It was a good win. Um, it's 13 points from my last six games now, and I'm getting results against teams that I should be getting results against. Yeah. Which uh, you might say is obvious, but it's is something that maybe I was a bit worried about at the start. So any team that's worse than me, I think I'm finding ways to beat them. Um, but any team that's on a par or better, they're still beating me. And I've said this kind of consistently now over the last couple of weeks. Santa Clara was no different. It's a one nil win. It's away from home. I think it's only my second away win this season in the league. Uh, it's another clean sheet, and uh, it propels me up the table again I think I'm up to fifth at this point yeah. but um, again performance wise I mean it's just patchy 
it's not great. There's no rhythm to it. There's no structure or pattern. Um, and ultimately, it's terrible. You had made, uh, or well, you have made mention, it was more like, I think, Shane, you have made mention of it uh, for last night. So at, at this point in at this point in the season where we are rolling, we have rolled October into November. Um, we've got Benfica and Sporting top of the table on 29 points each. We've got Gil Vicente on 25 points in third. Hey, my name is Gil. Uh, Rio Ave in uh, fourth on 21 points. And then Porto are there uh, still. There's only nine points in it. Um, but he's always losing. There's only nine points in it. And there's, see, see, they're, they're sorry, there on 20 there. points. I'm not, I'm not always losing. The thing is, my losses are so spectacularly shit, you'd think I'm always losing. Yeah. The this, wins are so boring. Santa Clara, 1-0. There, there was a game at home at the start of the season, it was 1-0. I think, there was, I think I've won all my games that I have won one nil. so they are that boring I can't remember half of them um, but I'm not always losing the, the, just, I lost to like Benfica 6-1 and I lost to Porto Menenche 2 or 3 nil. so they're, they're so um, out there that that's why you think about it the, the defeat or the, the result against Santa Clara so you, you take the win it's 1-0 you grind it out um, it's it's a it low low enough on the on the XG side of things in terms of you you got the goal both sides finish at point eight both have created chances. How, did you notice um, last night where where player ratings were at? Because I'd had a I'd had a nose at your squad yesterday and after however many games the the average player rating for the majority of the the first team bar maybe one or two players kind of hovers around 6.9-ish, somewhere maybe like 6.8, 6.9. So for for games like that where they're, you know, they're slow going but you're getting the win, I mean, are are there standout performers or or is the performance on a whole kind of average, we'll say? The performance collectively is poor. It's individual performances and moments to get me over the line. So, for instance, it was Tony Martinez for a long time. Yeah. He hasn't come up a lot on this podcast because recently he hasn't been doing very well, but it's been Ivan Ilsen, say, um, in the last couple of games, playing very well, coming in at the far post, as I say. Um, Otavio has gone a bit quiet, whereas Pepe now on the other side, um, on the right wing, is playing quite well. So there's a front four of Pepe, Otavio, Ivan Ilsen, and Martinez. If I ever get a win, it's usually because the performance isn't as good as you'd like it to be but one of them has turned up and in this case it was Ivan Ilsen um, so it is just it's not there's not a consistent performer I would I would say that yeah. there's no one that's kind of carrying me through this season as such on their own back but there are in the individual games there's someone that has to carry me through I would say that from an offensive point of view anyway defensively I'm saying pretty sound okay um Going back into the, the Champions League side of things, we've got two games each left um, this week. We've got one in the Champions League and one in the league. Um, so while, while you've taken fair kind of bumps on the, the Champions League and the European dream is, is pretty much done and dusted, I've qualified for the, the knockout round or for the for the last 16. Um, but I still have to go and play Manchester City. I played Manchester City on the first game of the group stages and... Uh, was it Haaland got the first goal didn't he maybe 20 minutes into the game uh, and we went into the break 1-0 down Uh, Pep made the weird decision of bringing off Haaland 
and I don't know did he bring on Phil Foden or bring no he brought on Jack Grealish at the time so he'd given him 45 minutes to play and we ended up uh, sneaking a goal early in the second half and finished out one all. this game is probably the polar opposite to that uh, I'm in a bit of bother in that Draxler is injured I've got Champions League suspensions on the go and I'm trying to shuffle the decks a little bit because qualification is already assured I've nothing to, to gain except like top seed uh, going into the going into the knockout draw so Goncalves starts at right back this time uh, Gil Diaz is left back Arugia is up top Ramos gets a night off uh, Augustine Rodriguez who had brought in during the summer he makes the bench it could be in line for a debut uh, no concern over the result uh, Neres is starting on the right wing Arsenez is in the middle it's a fairly changed lineup, and the mentality is a cautious one to start which is a kind of a first for the season um, Rodri makes it 1-0 on 21 minutes a Bernardo Silva corner uh, we deny Haaland a chance to make it 2-0 uh, on 25 minutes half an hour in um, it's still at 1-0 we haven't had as much of a sniff on goal and they make it 2-0 on 38 minutes uh, this was my, my argument was about um, the players finding space and being afforded way too much space Kyle Walker essentially runs from right back the entire he's he's tracked but not challenged the entire way to almost the right corner flag and then proceeds to cut into the box cut into the area cut in towards a six yard box and just flicks a ball over to um, uh, oh no he doesn't he flicks it off the post that was it and the ball comes out to Phil Foden, who's unmarked in the middle of the box and has uh, like no keeper in front of him uh, and taps it home and makes it 2-0. Haaland makes it 3-0 in 43 minutes. Another corner beaten at the near post. So now for the second half, we're looking at damage limitation. Uh, Florentino Luiz comes on. I bring on uh, Rodriguez to give him 45 minutes because... I'm not coming back from 3-0 down against City. There's another set piece on 46. Bernardo Silva whips a free kick off the post. Rodri is there to clean it up. Uh, goal line technology called into play, but it's 4-0. Uh, we get one back on 54. Rafa with a corner. John Brooks header in the middle of the box. 64 minutes, we've got two back. Florentino Luis with a 25-yard pass up the line to Arojo, who makes it two in 10 minutes. Haaland makes it 5-2. John Stones makes it 6-2. And we are officially spanked it was uh, some people pay for that some people would pay for it it's a frightening display from spanking from um, it's a frightening display from uh, from Haaland and from from City in general Haaland in particular because he was there for every single ball and he's so goddamn fast Um, and we were just brutal you know line up everything complete capitulation Uh, way too cautious uh, no answer for it. Like I wasn't overly bothered at the same time, but we were mauled on the pitch. Um, new Porto boss, Robbie Dowling, is making news headlines. He's not writing them anyway. He doesn't write anything on scoreline anymore. Uh, you haven't enjoyed the best of starts, according to local media. This is usually the first indication that somebody may be talking about the safety and security of somebody's secure, job. Secure, secure. Robbie's only stable. Stable. Happy enough. I knew, I knew he'd be happy with that as well. I knew he would. That's all right. But it says, very clearly, Porto are on course to achieve their objective of winning the league and are are in a strong position to continue to build moving forward. They have struggled to play attacking football expected of them. They will continue to be under pressure as long as that remains the case. 
There has been some vocal dissatisfaction with Dowling's tactical approach of late. Although many supporters recognise the need for patience, others are calling for a tactical rethink sooner rather than later. I would be interested to see with the changes in Football Manager 2023, if you have a very patient board and they're happy with what's going on, but the supporter influence on Porto as a club starts to like outgrow the influence of the board and then the board are heavily swayed by the fans and then the fans are going, get rid of them. And we're like, no, 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 no. And then the fans are going, get rid of them, we told you. And they're like, okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm getting, um, I had a monthly review and the fans and the board are both kind of think similarly of me in the sense that I, I got a C in total, a D for results, but everything else is kind of around a C plus or a B minus. Um, how I'm how I'm handling kind of situation. So yeah. I I mean I, I'm, that's a bit fortunate in fairness. It's not the most realistic. Like if you took over Porto and you were sitting between fifth and seventh in the table and you were averaging closer to a point and a half a game than two points a game. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be saying that the person that took them over is doing a good job. So I think I am in quite a fortunate position. Um, it's stable for the moment. If it goes beneath that again, I'd be quite concerned. But stable, I am happy enough with because it's not going as well as I'd like it to. Um, you know, my next Champions League game is Sturmgrass. And I mean, I'm not going to hold you too long on this. I, I end up losing 2-0 in Benga. Uh, gets a goal early on and then they just dominate the game and I mean it's a home to Sturmgrass I tell the players before like go out and give the support something to shout about and I actually genuinely mean that I mean we've lost our first five games uh, this is the last European game of the season whatever happens it's at home under the lights and the drag out there's a good crowd there I mean just, just go out and actually play and they just seem incapable of doing it um, not that they it's not their fault obviously I'm not doing yeah. something right I'm not allowing them to play expansive enough football even when they should be kind of free and, and you know relatively at ease in the sense that there's not much to play for so they can kind of take the handbrake off but it's 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 a it's a it's not a result I'm more concerned about, but I mean it's just an awful. I mean I don't know what you know to talk about the cherry on top of the cake would be six wins from six. I don't know what the opposite of that is because I mean six defeats from six in the Champions League is just deplorable. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Uh, Shane, you're in the same boat. Yeah, six defeats from six. Yeah, I lost the PSG two 0 <laughs> And, and I started a really weak side and they did, they did all right. That's well, fair enough. And uh, thus ends the European journeys uh, of both Sporting Good. and Porto. Uh, final league game of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, how does everybody fare it? Uh, I think I was going to go okay. It was a Minhoto derby, of course. And because I just threw shit at the wall in the game against PSG, like, and I said the team for Rio Ave, um, I, I reckon I would have been okay. Now, PSG are going to the Europa League. Correct. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Trapanzor ended up getting a draw with Atletico. So that just goes to show, you know, me getting handily beaten by Trapanzor, that's not a bad thing. Uh, Rio have in the Minhoto Derby. Um, beforehand, Ricina requested a transfer. And I was like, all right, yeah. Because he only came in for two million, hasn't been doing great. And then I decided to start him in this game for his first start. Just to see, like, if he'll... If he'll why not? Play well enough to sell himself. Um, because no calves is, is out injured again. Ugarte is still dropped for a tie day. After 10 minutes, they go down to 10 men. I'm fucking licking my lips. I'm like, yes, boy. Uh, so I go more attacking immediately and I go Demi Moore because fucking a paltrow. Stupid shot stop. 
despite having work ball into the box they're fucking popping off shots from everywhere uh, 10 shots 5 on target like and I, I do not want them taking these long shots but then uh, Trinkau out of nowhere makes it 1-0 takes a pass from Poro turns and boots it in from outside the box I was like nice on the boys are listening even despite they're not now yeah. I feel the defensive line is still way too high despite it being standard and then a guy called Yakubu not the right one breaks for them hits a shot and then can a clusterfuck of errors oh this is the one that I watched yeah oh yeah, yeah. my god so the ball gets hit straight at Iturb because Adnan is out injured I didn't even realise uh, the ball hits Iturb he gets on his knees right and I could only describe it as like a volleyball-esque move because he gets on his knees and moves his body in a direction where he parries the ball the other direction. So it's like, it's like if you can imagine Tim Flowers, right, when that ball is coming to Tim Flowers oh, no, no, no. that does the little bump, right? Ball comes into him, he kind of hits off it and then dives to his right with the hit as the ball bounces to the left. Inacio, sensing danger, runs, t- does a turn towards the goal. Yes. So you know the way, like, if in doubt, put it out. That's my motto, right? You just hit it out over the fucking sideline or whatever. But he had a bit of time. So he runs, collects the ball. So the goalpost is on his left as he's facing the fans. And he turns with one swift movement towards the goal, towards the goalpost, and kicks the ball out, it seems. And then it hits Yakubu, just hits him, and goes into the back of the net. One all against 10 man Rio Ave in the Minhoto Derby of all fucking games, lads. This is it. Of all games. Just a clusterfuck of errors. Worst piece of shit goal I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen Robbie play for Castle Warren. They're sitting deep, we're creating, and we can't get the ball in the net, so I go more balanced. <laughs> Sorry. Feel free to jump in and defend yourself, Robbie. It's all right. <laughs> no, I don't respond to stuff like that, Ken. That's, I, that, I, I go higher. That's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Like the time he scored a goal while getting punched in the face at the same time. That way, hey, look, you still got the goal. You, you think got that would endear yourself to the manager, but no, we no. have a very special manager. No, putting your body on the line. You're talking to a man who's been split open three times, twice playing for Castle Warren Celtic, and you get a little, little gash under the eye. What well, the other one, the time you played for the spanking? Huh? I can't hear what he said. Was the other one the time no, you played no, for the spanking? It doesn't even matter. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, and so, they're sitting very deep and we're creating, but I just can't get the ball in the net. So I go balanced as opposed to positive. I know, strange decision, but I just thought maybe we were trying to force it a bit too much. So Anasio scores then, making up for his mistake. So it's 2-1, Ugarte comes on. Then 3-1, Morita with a beautiful through ball, Poro absolutely buries it. I take Trincao off for Fatawa. The Belgian gets a tap in from Edwards. I bring on a few more changes and immediately, first touch, Simic gets on the score sheet with his very first touch. Then an OJ an OG from an Ugarte shot by a guy called Pantalon. And then Pantalon immediately goes down the other end and sets up Yakubu, finishes 6-2. 6-2 is a is a 6-2 is a fairly nice way to um 
you know, uh, to uh, round out your your league uh, side of things. It certainly is. Uh, we go and we play Maritimo. Maritimo, um, Maritimo, this, this thing was going to give me another little bit of a headache. Uh, Fabio Martins is suspended. Uh, Ristich is still out. Draxler is out. I am told before the game, however, that um, Ristich, uh, not Ristich, Arojo, uh, has adapted his game to breaking offside traps. I'm like, huh, does that mean he's going to be a handy one to drop in for Ramos? Little turn of pace, get him up and kind of <coughs> running off the shoulder and ready to go and do all of that kind of thing as well. Um, so maybe it is a case. And somebody else had made a little change to their game as well. Uh, gone calves, not gone calves. Uh, somebody else had made something in there. Oh, Florentino Louise is going to be able to like uh, tightly mark opponents, whether it's impacting or... or um, bringing down the, the run of the game or something along those lines I'm not entirely sure Goncalves has to start in the left wing where Fabio Martins was because he's suspended Neres is on the right because Draxler is injured we're level uh, with Sporting on 29 points before kickoff. as a reminder 23 minutes in we are on only commentary because that's how I ended the Man City game because it was fucking terrible and I remember I really need to take things off only commentary because you have to be able to watch what's happening with the game. 30 minutes in, João Mario, and I missed this because it was the only commentary side of things, uh, we um, had a João Mario penalty. Uh, he misses it. Um, keeper collects it. It's booted out. Uh, Jadas gets on the end of it and it's a goal. Like immediately goes from like penalty to goal and the opposite end. Ramos gets a goal struck out for offside in 45 and we're 1-0 down at the break whereas XG would tell you that like my chances should have us at least 2-0 up we already have 70% of the ball and their one shot on target um, is the goal uh, Ramos gets a goal on 54 just I'm about to give him the hook as well Goncavins with a low ball into the box Ramos gets a tap in so now we have something to build on it's one all Enzo lets fly on 63 minutes this is just over the crossbar now he loves I said it already he absolutely loves taking those long range efforts twice he does it Jean Maria comes off bad enough he missed the penalty in the first half performances dip for the second Arsenez comes on and VAR denies me a clear penalty I am absolute, the BBC I know I made, I made this thing like absolute horseshit Arujo and Chiquino come on 10 minutes to go can we get anything from this game it turns out uh, no I completely fucked it Zadis was great finished their game on a 9.3 uh, he sets up the winner on 89 minutes so we fuck away 3 points we're now 2 points behind um, or at least we should be two points behind. I imagine that's where we're two points behind. Is that where we finished? I think it was. So, so I finished on top of the table. We yeah. are top of the league. Say we are top of the league. The league break is coming up. Robbie has a game though. Where did you finish? English to Portuguese. Um, Aruca away is rhymes with Veruca. Okay. Um, two minutes in. Ivan Nilsson down the left does Trojan work wins the ball back goes around one player goes around the second player crosses it in and Tony Martinez uh, gets a brilliant header I must say yeah, really wants it more fizzes past the keeper I'm thinking here we go two wins from two ball away from home with a kick on this is going to be 16 points for my last seven and that sounds well and I'm going to be getting closer to the league the top of the league because I've seen that you would drop points uh, Kenneth um, and then 2 0. I'm honest to God, I'm like going to sleep well tonight. Uh, 17 minutes, 
Pippin pulls it back to Manifa, my right back, and he whips in a nice ball, a low. It's not even a cross. It's one of them where you think he's used his head. He's just, he's passed the ball um, in a kind of a cross crossing fashion. And it goes straight to Ivan Ilsen and he puts it in. It takes a little deflection, but it's a shot from about 12, 15 yards out. Uh, takes the deflection, goes through the keeper's leg. I'm 2-0 up after just over a quarter of an hour. And I'm thinking, if I just get into halftime here 2-0, I'm going to win. I don't get into halftime 2-0. Rabak uh, gets one back. I mean, it is the most, it's just a poor goal. I've said when I was using the 4-4-2 diamond formation that um, I'm getting killed down the wings. I'm obviously back to a 4-2-3-1 now to try and solidify the wings and that yep. evidence and Pepe will drop a bit. But I mean, it's so, so poor here from Manafa and he done well for the second goal, but uh, he just lets him buy him. There's no, he doesn't stand him up. He doesn't do anything. It's really, really poor. Um, and they get a goal coming just straight down the left. Um, nevertheless, though, um, dominate it's two one and a half time 14 shots to three for me seven on target to just their one which obviously found the back of the net and an xg of 1.81 for me to 0.41 for them so i am dominating like uh sanusu or sanusa who had a free kick um in the last game against Santa Clara, that was saved. He has another free kick close to the goal this time. This looks like it's primed for the top corner, but the keeper somehow keeps it out, goes around for a corner. And I'm just dominating. I have a couple of chances, but then all of a sudden, um, on the 87th minute, the game stops for a highlight, and I just know what's going to happen. I have that like sick feeling in my stomach. They just throw a ball down the line, or not throw a ball, uh, they, they pitch it down the line with, with just a, one of those balls where you try to turn the defence in and behind uh, the centre forward runs the channel very well pulls it back for the full back he whips it in and they hit it they hit it in beyond my keeper Diogo Costa no. the game becomes completely end to end then after this it's 2-2 this is a terrible result by the way Aruka were 13th um, before this game I was 5th I'm looking to try and get some momentum back after the defeat to Braga yeah. um, and obviously the Champions League results have been terrible too um, so it just goes end to end they look more like winning it but then I have a huge chance Pepe goes down the right three of my players are queuing up all their, their defenders have ran in right in towards their goalkeeper my players very smartly have held back their run so there's about three players waiting for a pullback and all he finds is the goalkeeper and I am just so frustrated watching it because that was the easy part to pull it back I mean if, if the finish hadn't found the net whatever about it you know the hardest thing to do in football or in football manager is to score goals Um, but I mean you have to be able to pass the ball six yards to one of your teammates he doesn't and with that my last chance goes and I've thrown away a two goal lead and I'm pretty pretty miserable after that one Um, it's 21 points from 13 games which is poor again it comes back to my point that that's Pretty. If I lose my next game, that's exactly one and a half points average per game, which is yeah. terrible. That's mid-table stuff. Um, my away form, I mean, that would have been another win away from home, which would have yeah. been great, but instead it's more drop points. Um, that kind of harks back to the early stages of the season. Uh, and I'm 11 points now off the top. And, I mean, if nine was very unlikely, I think 11, you're talking about double digits there. It's looking more and more irretrievable the more I play. But I mean, there's something, it's not like I'm incredibly frustrated. Yeah. Um, there's potential there to have more points. 
there is an opportunity to have less points. I think it's fair what I'm on. Uh, it's just frustrating, I suppose, when you're playing against a team like Aruka and you can't hold on for a win because when you can't get a string of wins going, you're never going to get any momentum. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, that's the worry the, moment, the momentum is a big one my concern is that after such a positive run nine games nine games unbeaten uh, in all competitions and then the, the, uh, we get absolutely smashed against City and I think there was a little bit of that. I know, like I've, I've had the extra suspensions and injuries now over the last two weeks. But that's two lot. That's two defeats on the bounce uh, for me, which I haven't, which I haven't had all season. And I tend not to have. I'd be, I'd be very concerned. Like if there's, if there isn't a bounce out of this one, uh, out of the next game. I think we have, we might have one league game left to go before the Allianz Cup starts up. We have the the tack of the Portugal fourth round. That we'll probably look at uh, next week, and then blaze through the blaze through the League Cup group stage uh, over November while the World Cup is is taking place and stuff. Um, but yeah, a little bit of concern in form. Sporting are top of the table. Benfica second in the table. And where does that leave you in fifth, sixth, seventh? Where does sorry, where did you drop to, or did you? Seventh. Seventh. Okay, so yeah. we have so we have the gaps and then you're you're eleven points back at that stage. But that's where we are, and that's where things are at. And this has been episode ninety nine. Christmas is upon us. Uh, anybody like to, to say anything or finish anything off on a festive note before we uh, disappear for a few days? Estamos no topa da liga. Oh, oh for God's sake. You went and did a Google wait, translation wait, 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 wait. on we are top of the league. Estamos no topo da liga. Try again. Estamos no topo da liga. Estamos no topo da liga. Estamos, we are top of the league. Estamos no 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 top of the league. Oh, I'd ask for Christmas greetings, um, but uh, there you go. That's Christmas it. salutations. That's exactly what you get. Uh, happy Christmas uh, to one and all. Thank you so much for the loan of your ears uh, over the course of this year. We're not finished with this year yet. We'll get one more episode or squeeze one episode before the new year uh, and see how we're going on. Whatever you do with Football Manager over the festive period, uh, play it hard and play it well, lads. Fucking always. That, 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 that's, how, that's rules to run your life by. <laughs> Played hard, played fucking well. Pull hard and pull often. Yeah. Uh, Robbie, any closing words for yourself? Oh, happy Christmas to everyone. He doesn't mean um, that. I, oh. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Christmas. Uh, this has been one of the worst because I'm literally stuck drinking 7-Up and then swapping that in for water and then back to the 7-Up for a sugar rush. Uh, it's very, very strange times, Ken. Uh, being around Shane is strange times anyway, so that's what I refer to you there. Um, that's fair but, enough. I told, um, I told this is why I have to pull up with the whole time. I, I once said, I once said on it, well, once said on air, I probably said it here as well. Oh, this person uh, wants us to wish a happy birthday on this day. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely, Robbie? And Robbie said, I don't rate birthdays. Now he doesn't rate Christmas. He doesn't. No, I think, I think, listen, people are free to celebrate in which way they want, and I'm free to have my opinion on that. Um, sorry, I know people don't want to be listening to that, so I do genuinely wish everyone a happy Christmas, and next week, Rob, I wish them a happy new year. Robbie celebrates the outbreak of COVID. 
that's that's his it, that's his Christmas holiday every year. Break on my mouth. That's too strong to talk about at the moment. So that's that's fair enough. On uh, on that note, uh, between uh, Zoom and the studio uh, for this week, this has been episode number ninety nine of the Football Manager Football Show, and see where our antics are as we head towards December in Portugal, the winter break, the World Cup, and more still to come next week. And catch the archive online fmfshow.com scoreline.ie slash fm or find us on Twitter at fmfshow and get new podcasts every Friday wherever you do your podcast listening until next week have a good Christmas we'll talk to you then The Football Manager Football Show brought to you by scoreline.ie